This is Tiella Grimes, the Inner Uplifter, and thank you for tuning into my podcast, Navigating the Hand-Me-Downs of Reality, where I share commentary, reflections, and my perspective on how we make sense of ourselves in the world around us. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Navigating the Hand-Me-Downs of Reality, Reclaiming Voice, How Do You Speak Your Truth Authentically? And I just want to start off because I have to be real, real, real with myself and be transparent that in originally I thought I was going to do unapologetically, right? Like, how do you speak your truth unapologetically? And I realized for me in my life, I am working my way up to that point. I am a work in progress. And it felt more real to be like, how do you speak your truth authentically? Because that's exactly the phase that I'm in right now. And that and that's what's been happening. And I say the phase that I'm in now because it's a process, right? Um, as you get older, per se, for me, and looking at how I'm navigating my own hand-me-downs, um, I'm realizing, you know, there were moments and pieces in which I have been authentic and not to take away from those moments, I can recount other moments where I struggled to be authentic, where I did not utilize my voice, where I've swept things under the rug and did not advocate for myself. And so that has caused all type of internal um, conflictions, inflictions, pain, frustrations, anger, resentment, um, from childhood, teens to now, even in adulthood. So it's very important that I just clarify, like for this episode, I had to, to regroup and, and pull back a little bit, um, because definitely see myself being un- unapologetic and there's certain things I, I have had moments of that. Um, and at the same time, I still, you know, have moments where I've struggled because I do actually care about people. Um, and sometimes I care about people a little bit more than myself. And so balancing that, um, between healthy and unhealthy, I see the unhealthy pieces of me not being able to speak up because I, you know, whatever external circumstances are, I held back. Um, and so for this episode, we're definitely exploring the ways that contribute to speaking authentically and the challenges that, you know, someone may have to overcome and that causes difficulty in our, in our, in our lives in some way or shape, depending on your perspective of it. You know, our, our relationships are important, you know, depending on who it is, a significant other, a parent, a teacher, a best friend. Um, if it's just a stranger, you know, there's times where you just don't care. You'll say whatever it is because that's your truth. But when you have a little more depth to the relationship, um, there's some depth. And then there's the power dynamic. You know, these are all different type of factors that, you know, weigh in. So, you know, what does it mean? What is, let's, let, I'm going to start off by describing, you know, authentic and difference between authentic and unapologetic, just to understand that this switch you know, authentically is, you know, not being false, um, being genuine, being real, representing one's true nature or beliefs that are true for oneself and to the person identified. 
um, entitled to acceptance or belief because of agreement with known facts or experience. So based on your, your experience, you're entitled to that, um, to speak authentically on what you believe in. Unapologetic, on the other hand, is a manner that does not acknowledge or express regret. So yes, there is a, a tie in speaking authentically. You shouldn't have any regret because it's you that speaks authentically, right? Um, and when code switching comes into play, you know, we sometimes alter the the message of the words we choose when speaking authentically um we tend to hide or maybe repress some feelings like yeah i'm gonna say it like this because i know it will be well received um and sometimes maybe it's really not about whether it's well received or not you really have to be in a place where you care about something that means something important to you and you're separating it from like this this idea of it's me and and you got to look at me it's all about me but really like yo this is something i really care about and it's offensive or this is how it came off and this is how I'm, I'm seeing something or I'm passionate about something and this is this is what it is for me um, I know for my own experience I really wish there's a lot you know I, I do not regret being black I do not regret being woman I do not regret being a black woman you know these different identities I do not regret have any regrets in my life um, from anything that happened. So I'm really unapologetic about that. And so where I'm at now in my adulthood, maybe, uh, you know, maybe this is the lens that I'm, I'm building and strengthening is being unapologetic about how I'm defining how I'm doing my grown. Like I'm doing grown my way. And it's based off of my, you know, my character checklist, which I'll get into later. Um, but if I'm applying these things to myself, then guess what? you know, to each his own. <laughs> you know, I think of Don Miguel Ruiz, the four agreements as something that, you know, that, that sticks with me, you know, um, you know, always do your best, speak with integrity. Well, for me, speak with integrity. Um, you know, don't make assumptions and don't take things personal. And so it's like, okay, if I'm speaking authentically and being unapologetic, I have to learn how not to take things personal. And that's where I'm building my skill, um, not taking things personal or even just making assumptions like, wait, did this person say this because of, wait, hold up. Oh, you know what? You know, you know, I'm not even gonna go there. Let me just be quiet and not say anything. Um, and so, you know, being authentic is, is very important in this day and age where there are carbon copies um, that are not necessarily authentic, but they are proud of where they're at and what they're doing. And they're definitely, that could be, and I'm going to, I will sidebar that to say, everybody has a different definition of what it means to be authentic to them. The same way everybody has a different definition of what it looks like to be successful. So I think it's really important to consider the character, um, character traits of a person what makes a good character? How do you operate in a way that, you know, I don't want to say it's not offensive. Um, and at the same time, it's just, you have some respect, self-respect and you're showing respect, but not sidestepping yourself to the point where you're not being genuine. Um, so what are challenges, right? Challenges is like a list of crazy challenges that I believe definitely 
prevent someone from advocating for themselves or, you know, speaking up there for on their, on speaking their truth or even speaking up for something that they, they believe in. You know, there's groups that come together and speak up for causes, but this individual battle, you know, before you get into the group and you have to get strong and solidified in your truth and solidified in your confidence and, and stand and stand strong and firm in who you are before you're able to, you know, share to the world or share excuse me, share to other people. So these challenges, um, you know, range in a different difference in, in many things. So there's the fear of being shut down when you speak up for yourself, you know, being told that what you're saying is not important, that your truth is going to be misconstrued. There's going to be bad assumptions that are made, you know, from what you're saying, you know, um, your truth being held against you, you know, I know, some of these foundations, you got to look at the foundations in which contribute to how we communicate, how we speak and make statements that we believe in, and maybe how we lie. You know, why do we choose to lie in a moment, right? Um, scared to speak up because you're not going to be shown respect. You might get nervous about saying the wrong thing. Um, I know I got people pleasing ways. I have people pleasing ways and being mindful of it, finding balance because it's like, now I don't want to say that because. You know, oh, I'm too passionate. I'm going to start a pot or, oh my goodness, everybody's going to have all eyes on me. It's just, I'm going to be the sore thumb. I'm going to be the black sheep. It's like all these negative connotations related to speaking your truth that really has to get broken down. Um, intimidation is another factor. Not being understood, being dismissed. Oof, I remember being a kid, <laughs> being a child, everybody. At one point in time when you were a kid, and just speaking your truth and being dismissed, you know, um, I, I have been told, you know, set a grown folks business. And it's like, well, I wasn't really in the grown folks business. I overheard so-and-so and I was thinking the same way because that wig was ugly. But if I said that, <laughs> you know, it's like set a grown folks business, mind yourself, um, you know, being dismissed or, you know, you know, having your truth, you know, maybe I wasn't going to say it like that. It was just like, may I ask, why is what? Why does that, why does her hair look like that? Shut up. Da, 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 da. And it's like, but you thought it too. So, you know, <laughs> you know, being told what you have to say is not important. I think, excuse me, I, I mentioned that a little bit earlier. Um, I think that's a big one for me, um, big one for anyone, whether, no matter what stage you are in your life. But I know being an adult now, um, <laughs> it's, it's really interested being in spaces and, you know, like feeling like, all right, we're all grown. We can handle this. And then you say something and it's deemed not important or, you know, quick jump over onto the next subject. And it's just like, nah, but wait, ain't, but aren't we talking about a very serious issue? And I'm just highlighting like one of these detrimental factors that contribute to it. And you're going to say that's not important. We can't focus on that. Oh, okay. Interesting. Interesting. Um, so that fear of rejection, not saying, you know, I'm not going to deal with it. I don't want to, you know, have all eyes on me, people looking at me wrong. Then, you know, I'm, I'm coming to work, I'm going to school, everybody looking at me all differently. And I got to deal with this energy, you know, an energy change, you know, and I think that's a root cause or not even seeing the root cause, but a root to look at is how energy shifts when you speak your truth or when you lie or, you know, just looking at how we communicate and how the, in the ways in which we communicate and what we say, how energies shift. Um, I think that's really, you know, really important to, to consider. So looking at all these different challenges, you know, 
it's important for me to highlight because I'm thinking about socialization. I'm thinking about identity development. I cannot just say, hey, speak your truth and say that and give out all this list without me really like understanding and breaking down. Like there's different aspects to this. Code switching is very much a big part of, you know, I believe how we tell our truths, who we telling our truths to, you know, um, telling my girlfriend like, girl, yes. And I'm a teenager. I mean, say I put myself in my teenage days, you know, speaking with my girls about some things that I did um, or having a crush or, you know, the, oh, girl, that boy is fine. Mm. And, you know, I'm not going to say that to my mother. <laughs> I'm not going to like, you know, my mom sees me and I see the boy too. And I'm like, hmm, keep walking straight. You know, you should start trying to avoid the situation because you don't want no assumption. Oh, you're looking at that boy. You're being fast. Or, you know, what are you, mm, 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 what are you looking at? Get, mm, get your behind over here. You know, um, I remember in school, it was in middle school. This is like a little throwback, but I remember in middle school, it was a teacher and you know, you couldn't be in a relationship because this teacher would make you break up. Like there was no such thing as being, <laughs> excuse me, I'm laughing now. Cause I'm like, wow, you, you made us, you made people break up because you think, we're too young. That's going to lead to sex and drugs and a whole bunch of things. It's like the opposite spectrum of how things are going to be. And so it's like, wow. So thinking about those different, you know, thinking about how you're going to set yourself up, so to speak, um, is, is, is really important because you set your words and your tone and your body language up in a certain way to communicate and say certain things. And, you know, um, how much do we, you know, do that self-management so hard, especially around our, you know, our voice, that self-censoring, so to speak as well, you know, um, <clears throat> that's, that's a big, big thing in who you're doing it to and who, who you're speaking with. Um, it's very interested how power dynamics, you know, come into play along with identity and code switching and who you're speaking to um, and how you, you know, how you're going to tell your truth and how you're going to speak it authentically. Even if you want to tell one of your close friends, like your best friend, you're going to say whatever you want, however you want. But there's another friend that you might have that you're like, mm, they're a little judgmental because, you know, through other conversations, I heard this person say this, this, and the third. And even though they're like, y'all can tell me anything, da, 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 it's like, mm, we're not, you know, that's another truth telling conversation to be authentic to a person to be like, hey, yeah, that was kind of harsh what you said about so-and-so. You know, I don't think, you know, that was the best way to go about saying that and not feel like, you're going to hear a response that's going to make you feel like it's going to put you on edge, right? And so these challenges are real, you know, speaking, how to speak your truth authentically is not something that is, I don't, I, it's learned as we grow up, should I say. And even as we grow up, there's still habits that we have to get rid of, like, or work through, like lying, <laughs> you know, even the small white lies. I like that white lies. Um, <laughs> you're like, they're innocent lies, though. You know, it's it's not bad. It's a pure little lie. It wasn't so big. It was just because I didn't want to, like, stir the pot. Those lies, I believe, are the most detrimental 
You know, big lies are big, but little lies are the ones that really break down relationships, even breaking down yourself. You know, you're going to tell yourself, nah, that didn't really happen. You know, you know, you're going to cover up something. Oh, I didn't steal something, you know, or, you know, even big things that, you know, take place in people's lives. You know, we hide certain things or we don't speak the truth on what really happened because of these different challenges that come up or being called a liar or deemed you're not important. These are things that, you know, impact our ability to speak truth. Um, I've been reading Sisters of the Sisters of the Yam by Bell Hooks. And this this book for me, this is about black women in, in self-recovery. And this book for me, I've had when I was in my twenties and, you know, earlier when I, in during that time, when I read it, you know, in a, in a different phase and space in my life, learning about myself, being in groups and environments around women and women who look like me, especially because that's, man, that's, that's vital to my existence. Um, you know, being in these spaces, getting this book, you know, I was taken back by it. Because, you know, I'm like, oh, it's like, it was like a good book, right? Now it's not even just like a good book. This is like a guide. Like, <laughs> this is something I have to, to come back to over and over and over just to keep reminding myself like, yo, first of all, one, you are not alone. Two, this is, this is not just you. This isn't this is just, this isn't just start my generation of, you know, seeking after the truth and embracing it and, and stepping into it as a black woman who has, you know, in, and I'll say in the terms here that we, you know, are labels that we have to identify African-American black woman. But for me, I'm a woman of African descent, born and living in America. So I'm navigating all of this, right? Um, and looking at women who came before me, ancestor women who have passed and who are living, who are legends, who are living, excuse me, you know, not, you're, you're a legend if you're living, you're a legend when you're gone, but the women who I consider legends while alive, um, and just looking at these stories and looking at, you know, my journey as a, as a poet, a writer, a speaker, and looking at the lies I've been told to myself or the lies I've been internalized and how that has impacted my ability to speak truth in the space that I'm in to, to heal. Like it's, it's this speaking your truth is, it takes courage. It takes absolute courage in in my head growing up, I you know, growing up, I thought like being grown was all about, yeah, you know, I speak the truth. I keep it real, you know, um, it has a, like a hidden connotation of perfection that is really, really, really detrimental um, to my psyche, to anyone's psyche, to your holistic experience, you know, um, and so it's. It's not just, it's not just me. It's looking at how has this hap- how has this come along generation after generation and looking at this war that is between the truth and lies and when to tell the truth and when to tell a lie and, you know, why you should tell the truth here, but not tell the truth here and why you should lie here and why it's better over here, but not here. Like these are contradictions. Like these internal contradictions are absolutely um, weighing on anyone's being. And it's important to really deconstruct these messages that we've received 
that impacts our ability to speak up. So one of the quotes that I love that she states, going back to, she makes me jump to, it makes me think about oh, how complex this really is. Um, Bell Hook states that healing takes place within us as we speak the truth of our lives. Um, later in one of the chapters, she further states that, and yet there is no healing in silence. So it's, it's when I think about those two, those two lines, um, it's vital to our existence to speak our truth, you know, and face these challenges um, in a way that, you know, you're coming from a place that is of character, dignity, integrity, um, of that, like these inner values, morals that are important for you. And also looking at making sure it's rooted in truth. It's rooted in courage. It's rooted in honesty. So on that note, because that, that sparks this amazing, um, you know, I was doing some research looking at all these different, you know, character traits that are important to have. Um, and there was a list, you know, everybody has their top 12, 20, 6, 7, 8, 9, 30. And I think it's all, you know, I think there's another layer that's also depending on the context in which you're speaking about character traits. Someone's speaking about leadership and being in positions of power. Um, some is speaking about personally and overall these character traits you should have. Um, and I'm calling, I'm, I have my list of my, my top 10 that I believe is important for um, a character check. And number one being integrity, you know, being whole and undivided is really important on that's the the on the outside, right? This whole idea of being whole and undivided, like I'm you're boom, you're clear on what it is. Internally, I'm thinking about my personal, what's my that that personal ways, um, one of the articles I was reading was speaking to um a s internal state of non-division within yourself which can be achieved by bringing your thoughts, emotions, and actions into harmony with each other. And I love the idea of your thoughts, emotions, and actions because that's really important sometimes because we lead with emotions. And sometimes your emotion could be the first thing that you react to react on. You got to be careful not to allow that to overcome, you know, your integrity, which is a, a sense of this honor there, you know, is doing the right thing even when it doesn't benefit you. So it's not looking at you, it's just looking at the, the larger picture and being like, what is going to be the best in this situation? Um, I think a piece of that also to add is introspection. You got to do a lot of work where you are looking within and understanding your own behaviors and attitudes um, and how you operate, right? Number two, honesty. I have transparency with that, with honesty. Um, you know, it, truth is what's going on right now or what has happened and being real about it, you know, um, being really mindful of keeping it real, right? When you keep it real, you got to be honest, you know, there's going to be some situations that you might have been in and you played a role or played a part or said something or did something or had a certain energy or it was something you didn't say. It was, you know, being a bystander and just being like, nah, I'm not going to speak the truth. I ain't going to, let me, let me turn my eye. Monkey did not see, monkey did not hear, monkey, monkey do not, nope, 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 it's not me. 
I didn't do it. Um, well, I wasn't a part of it. I didn't, I didn't witness it. Just being honest, you know, um, the downside to that is like, I love it. Lion completely assassinates your character. Like to be labeled non-trustworthy, no matter what you say, the boy who cried wolf, like <laughs> it's like, if you don't be honest, it's going to be hard to believe anything that is being said, right? There's something that's hit with the moral fabric um, that that gets the blow to it because it's called into question, you know? Lying by omission, you know, choosing not to say certain things and keeping certain things back because, you know, whatever you are imposing or believing that by holding this information is going to be key, that's going to be detrimental in situations. So it's like, you got to be honest. And that's something that is is big. Number three is ethics. You know, um, this is simply put, we have a free will. We make certain choices in our life. So we want to make sure that the choices that we are making is is rooted in, in integrity. You know, we're being honest, we're being real. Um, that your character is not going to be, you know, called into question because you, you know, a contradiction came into play, you know, it's quick to be like, you were a hypocrite because you said this and then you did this. And it's like, you get your ethics down right, right? When you say it, mean it, you know, don't show any type of inconsistencies um, because it's really about a code of, of personal conduct. You know, how do you want to show up in the world? How do you want to be represented? You know, we code switch, but be mindful of the spaces in which you're code switching in where ethics should not ever change. You know, what you believe in is what you believe in, what your values are, what your values are. Introspection, number four. This is just like the state of being inward, you know, being mindful of how your attitude, your faults, attributes, your behaviors, your motivations, you know, how how those come into play um, in any situation that we were dealing with, whoever you're talking to, um, whatever you're advocating for, whatever you're believing in when you're speaking up for something, is it rooted in your truth, you know, or are you, you know, you got to call it as it is. Are we lying? You know, what kind of power are we seeking to have by acting a certain way or, you know, doing something in a certain way and coming across in a certain manner that is offensive to somebody else? But it's, it's overall offensive. Like if it was done to you, like I love it. Do unto others as you want done to you. Like if somebody came up to you and was like, yo, I'll smack the dog. But I'm or, you know, you have. You know, you have someone who, you know, employment, you, you have someone who don't call you by your name, you know, or excuse me, yo, you, um, 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 and snaps at you like you're, you're a dog. You know, if you're giving off that energy and you get it back and you're ready to jump ship and like, just be ready to attack, then we got to be mindful about how we are coming across to others, um, and how how we communicate and what are our verbal and nonverbal, you know, thing cues that go into that. Um, and being able to accept and grow past the negative parts of ourselves, right? So not justifying it. And this is the big piece for me with adulthood is justifying, well, I'm grown, so I said so. And that's what it is. And it's like, wait, 
that it's not rooted in integrity and you ain't being really honest and your ethics are off the chain. So you need to get back and do some introspection. <laughs> Number five, respect, you know, treat others and yourself with courtesy, kindness, um, deference, dignity, civility. Like we don't always have to agree, you know? And at the same time, just because we don't agree doesn't open the door for being disrespected, you know? Um, that definitely in that definitely, I believe impacts someone's ability to speak their truth because it's like, if I'm going to try to like speak up with you all the time or speak to you about something and you know, you're questioning what I'm saying. And I know, I know from me, I'm my character traits. This is what my, my foundation is rooted in. Then Okay, like I've asked all the questions I can of myself. Now I'm going to look outward and be like, all right, what are these things that I feel are triggering me? Okay, this energy of anger and frustration, that's not something I want to deal with. So this is how I act and or excuse me, not even act. This is how I will show respect, as much love and compassion towards this person who I feel is coming at me in a way that it's just absolutely like my other, my ego will just like rip you to shreds, right? Um, some will call that taking a higher road. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes, you know, you gotta be mindful of when you about to get in the trenches too, you know what I'm saying? I mean, I don't know, no shade. Like I'll get into the trench with you and we'll do that if I know my truth is what I'm coming with all the time. You know what I'm saying? Um, and at the same time, I don't want to ever put myself in a position where I'm disrespecting someone or disrespectful towards someone because I disagree with what they're saying. I can act with civility, you know? Um, I can show some concern. I can show a little, you know, make a gesture of respect, yield to your opinion out of respect and not fear. So I don't fear you or, you know, I'm trying to overpower you or I'm trying to invalidate you. I want to respect you. And I think that's something that is really important to, in a, in a, in a care, in our character traits and how we, you know, if I feel I'm respecting you and I'm still delivering my truth, then like, I honor that. Number six, forgiveness. Ooh, forgiveness 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 i think um you know making a conscious intentional love this article um this was an article from growing in goodness growingingoodness.com on speaking your truth um making conscious intentional decisions to let go of resentment and anger towards someone for an offense whether they are seeking forgiveness so whether the offense is the offense offender excuse me the offender is seeking forgiveness right um, with that, I want to add self-forgiveness. So, cause it's a piece of that as well. You know, um, for me, that's really important because speaking my truth, I will have like, if I don't speak it, I kind of battle with myself and I kind of go in hard, like this hate towards myself. Like, da -da 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 -da. I should never said, I shouldn't even feel that way. That's mad stupid. But it was my truth. Like I felt hurt, but I would tell myself that I'm stupid for feeling hurt because of whatever stereotype I felt I had to feel. I got to be strong and nah, da, 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 da. It's mad weak for you to have anger. And I'm feeling like me speaking my truth. I'm feeling like I'm going to be judged for it. You know, I'm going to be hit hard in the, in the belt. So actually practicing forgiveness for myself, but also others like, yo, like I for, like, I literally forgive you for being an asshole. Now that might not be, 
I won't even say you being an asshole for your asshole moment. Bam. Right. So it's not if I want to just take it away from the person as much as I can to figure out. Let me put it on your your actions, your behavior, because if I put it on that and focus it on that, I can work on forgiving you. Like I could forgive you because you can actually change those things if you apply yourself. Right. If you don't change those things, then I have to figure out whether or not you're going to be in my life and I need to be around you or not. Um, that goes for family, friends and foe. Um, so forgiveness is big. Seven more responsibility to accept personal relation, relational career, community, societal obligations, even when they are difficult or uncomfortable um, and proactively create or accept accountability for your behavior and choices. This piece right here um, is real, real big. Cause when you're speaking your truth, if you know, like you are not coming off in a way that's an asshole or being a jerk. And you also know, like you have a truth that is not gonna be accepted. So someone else is gonna have their own type of way of receiving it. You could just like, be responsible for you, yourself, and your words, right? Not necessarily like someone blaming you for how they feel and now you have to feel like you have to accept the obligation of that. Nah, because Don Miguel Ruiz, again, don't take things personal, don't make assumptions, right? So what some, especially with don't take things personal, what someone's saying is because of them, right? Whether it's good or bad. So somebody's coming off to you in a very negative manner. That has nothing to do with you. That has everything to do with them because they could have chose to do and respond a different way, but they did not choose to do that. So it is not your fault that they're reacting that way. I can say if you have said something in a negative way, you have to take accountability that maybe your intention wasn't to cause that reaction, but the impact is what, what it is. So we had to recognize that that is the impact take responsibility like yo you know what yo i apologize i did not mean for that to be what it was and honor your truth and i do want to highlight like i am upset like i am disturbed or i do love what this is like i'm passionate about this like this is my dream i'm gonna follow it and you honor that truth and you take responsibility and you move forward right so how you how you making those moves is you're just taking accountability and responsibility for your behavior and in choices right and that's a conscious deliberate choice to be accountable for yourself like nobody else can like literally you have to like switch your own internal gears and be like yo especially when it comes to speaking the truth it's not easy to admit that you made a mistake either or it's not easy to admit like yo you know what you're absolutely right I said that in a way that was completely wrong and disrespectful. And I could, I should have took, I could have took it or I won't say I could have took a different approach and I didn't in that moment. And I'm sorry. That can open up some discussion, some ways, right? Eight, self-control, 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 making good decisions about what we will and will not do with our actions. That is, that's at the core of what we become in regards to our character right? Um, nobody, honestly, I, like <laughs> we are the experts of our own experience, right? So with that said, you got to be in control of yourself. Like you got to look at yourself 
in 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 some good situations, some bad situations, some some uplifting situations, some traumatic situations. We gotta think about how are we taking control of ourselves, right? Um, for example, excuse me, the lightest example I, I can give is thinking about how we exercise control over our our choices, right? Um, I remember like lack of self-control, college, doing something where, you know, I opened up my mouth. First of all, let me be real. I put myself in somebody else's business. Let's call it facts. This this is introspection. <laughs> you you I put myself in someone else's business because I'm passionate about my friends. Like I'm passionate about my friends that I care about with them being disrespected or mistreated in any type of way bullied any of that like i i have i feel a certain way by college i was on a different level than i was in high school and middle school like middle school i was a little you know a little like i was stepping in my waters but a little punk in one specific situation i used my my you know my platform at the time was my space old school throwback <coughs> um and you know at the time you had like headings where you had excuse me, you had like your name you could put your area your age and like a little quote or something that represents you so I use that little box to pretty much like say something derogatory towards another female um, that was younger than me. Let me call that out as well. You know, this age dynamic. And, you know, the situation went left. The person she was dating called me and we got into an argument. And, you know, had I exercised self-control <laughs> and not use my fingers to type up something ignorant and put it out there for everybody to see. Um, I could have just like not dealt with a lot of the backlash that came after that. And that called my character into question, right? Because ultimately I was coming from a place of now I'm defending a friend. So my character was this, there's a piece of loyalty that was there. We'll talk about that a little drop, drop, there's this piece of loyalty, but how I exercised that loyalty was in a way that was negative. If I had self-control in going back to thinking about all the other, the other character traits of integrity, honesty, ethics, right? Introspection. How would I have felt if somebody did that to me? I would have shown respect towards this young woman and wouldn't have to be seeking. Well, I never really even asked for forgiveness because in my head, I, I chucked that up as I don't care. I came off what I did. That was my truth. And that's how I dealt with it in the moment. Whatever felt back, I just had to take responsibility and accountability for. Like these shits are real, right? So Number nine. So you got self-control, which leads me to number nine, humility, you know, um, confident yet modest opinion of your own self-importance, learning and growth mindset and a desire to having a learning and growth mindset and a desire to express and experience gratitude for what you have. Right. So the whole piece of the learning and growth mindset, this is a big piece for me with hu humility. Um, I'm just like the confident yet modest opinion, um, like, at humbling yourself is big <laughs> showing humility because you got to learn and be able to be willing and able to learn and grow from mistakes learning and grow from things you wish you could have done better learning and growing from the things you wish you should have said and being happy about the things you didn't say that could have been detrimental right 
Um, I think that's really big. It's a really big piece. Number 10, critical thinking. This made it on my character checklist because um, without critical thinking, <laughs> personally to me, you could be saying anything all over the place. Like you're not in, in the, and this is where like with unapologetic, there's a line with unapo being unapologetic that I want to be clear about. You got to be careful with not crossing is a line of disrespect and like just a pure not giving a fuck. And I don't, for me personally, I don't respect that type of being unapologetic because that's detrimental. That's causing harm. So I'm not all about the, the harmful ways of, yeah, I'm going to speak my truth because I don't give a damn because if you don't like it, kiss my ass. I, that's not the energy that I'm riding on. You know, that's not the energy that I want to ride on. And I think that's a lot, you know, not even a lot. Authentically, that's why this episode was what it was because sometimes that unapologetic piece can get stretched in a way that we're going to have a deeper conversation about on another episode, right? But this, this still a character, there's still character traits that you got to be mindful of. Your reputation is important, right? So you don't want anything that will throw your reputation under the bus, so to speak, that's rooted in lies and negative energy and just being harmful, if I'm gonna get thrown under the bus, let me get thrown under the bus because I was telling the truth. Like I just take accountability and I, I, I would do that shit. Like that's a whole nother like shift that takes courage, you know, that takes faith, that takes, you know, you, you just gotta have, not even just, you just gotta have hope. You just know, like, look, this is the truth. This is what it is. If you have to do whatever it is that you have to do, you gotta do what you gotta do. But this truth is deeper for me. You know, I think that's really important. So Critical thinking are those skills that anyone can learn. This is what I love about it. Anyone can learn it. It's open-mindedness, the ability to reason, the perseverance to seek out all available facts on the issue, to always, you know, someone who's a critical thinker always considers the other side, right? And it's not in the way that, you know, um, <laughs> that you are just like forgetting about yourself and you're blind to the truth. And it's like, no, I'm just, you know... It's what you, yeah, you are right. I thought about what it is. And you're right, you're right, you're right. And I'm wrong. It's not any of that. Um, it's not even all the time agreeing. So, you know, critical thinking, you might have an issue that's really deep and important. It has it has controversy, right? Um, you know, gender battles, what women can do versus men can do, right? It might not always, you know, the facts are ugly. Some facts are, are like, ugly and some facts some opinions are really ugly too so like you have to be able to think through all of that and then come to a decision for yourself like you know what look i evaluated all sides i did some research you know i even had you know asked some questions got some opinions and at the end of the day this is for me, this is the truth. This is what I believe in. And this is what I am taking away from all of this situation or all this information. And so once you're able to do that and you've done, you've got all that information and you come to your decision, you can speak your truth authentically because you've already 
thought about all these sides, you you were rooted in your integrity, honesty. You know, your ethics hasn't been challenged or you didn't compromise your ethics in a way that was like, you know, going to like mess with you and cause an internal contradiction or confliction or make your, someone look at your character. Or even on the inside, like, I just want to highlight like, it's how someone sees you, you know, people be like, yeah, that's important too, because you know, da, 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 da. and I, and I, yeah. But then when I start thinking about the truth <clears throat> and you're telling the truth and yes, yeah, somebody be like truth is subjective, but truth, like truth, man, you know, when something's harmful and it's bad and you know, when something's right and you know, that's what it needs more practice of. So we can just stop, like, stop acting like there is this, um, there's like this really, you know, you shouldn't really, you know, you shouldn't tell the truth. Like, nah, like we know when something's right. We know when something's wrong. That is character. That is ethics. Like you practice it, you honor it, you know it, you believe in it, you uphold it. You don't stray from it. Right. Um, introspection, you're going into yourself. You're critically, that's another uh, key uh, with critical thinking. You know, you're thinking about all sides, including yourself. You're able to look at others and you're able to bring yourself into that and be like, wow, okay, look at all these pieces. Um, how do I, how do we make sense of these messages? How do we make sense of this situation? How do we make sense of our experiences in a way that doesn't have disrespect, right? So we have respect, right? Um, and even if something comes up and that like that bumps heads, or we call it bumping heads, right? Or it's, you know, it's really, you know, maybe it's a trigger for you because you don't believe in that. In you and somebody else has a different belief, you don't got to like put this whole judgment on them in a way that's really bad. Or they say something to us and then we start this fight. Like I could forgive you and move on. Like, you know what? I ain't carrying no harm in my heart for you. Cause if I carry harm in any type of way within me, that's going to mess up me moving forward. Right? So speaking your truth authentically, when you're being real, you can forgive others when they are coming at you in an attackful way. And you can figure out how you, you, going to make a choice for yourself to deal with that person, that situation from that moment forward, right? Not always feeling like you got to bump heads and fight um, or get to that level where you got to bump heads and, and, and fight, or it has to be a bumping head situation causing conflict. Um, responsibility, you just, you own yourself. You take all that in, you, you do what you got to do because you got self-control, right? You, you are a humble person. Like you're not going around, like, I don't care. Like you're not, your character is tight. Like there's things that you operate under, um, that's important for you. Cause you could think about all sides, right? You could think about all things. So all these, my, my character checklist, these, these top 10 for me, are really important in, you know, one, how we reclaim our voice and speak our truth authentically because we have to be grounded in ourselves and know that what we are saying is not to harm anyone, not to, you're not coming off to harm or disrespect, like your whole energy, your whole intention is in check, you know? And so if your intention is in check, you're able to, you know, show up for yourself in ways. And then when somebody comes off in a certain way, you're still able to hold ground in a way that you don't lose yourself. And I think that's really important um, not to lose lose yourself. Bell Hook states, like, commitment to truth telling is thus the first step in any process of self-recovery. But a culture of domination is necessarily a culture where lying is an acceptable social, social norm. So what happens when you lie to yourself, right? 
What happens when you've been taught to lie and then you lie to yourself, but then you get in trouble for lying, but then you get in trouble for telling the truth, right? On these larger facts, we can look at from our households to all our social circles, right? Our households, where we work, you know, um, the, the power dynamics in our relationships, all these different aspects has an impact. And so lying, even as small as it is, even to ourselves, is not helping us be our authentic selves, right? And this is where I could say, I guess you have to get unapologetic about telling your truth is when you are causing harm to yourself because you have an idea that that is being loyal to others and, and keeping the peace and all these other, I want to say these external factors that we buy into that keeps the mask, you know, afloat so nobody can really know what's going on or really like, I don't know how much more, you know, a person can take when you keep lying, even those little lies and you, you forget that you lied and then you get called out on that lie and then you get called to lie. Like it's so much contradiction that you just gotta like stay in your lane and tell your truth. You know, your character is on point and you're, you're not, you're, you're not gonna jeopardize that for anything or anyone. Right. Um, so let's get into, cause this is the last part of this because we've spoken about the challenges. We've spoken about like these character checks, these pieces that are important, um, that can help with, you know, that you can be mindful of when you're speaking your truth and knowing like, no, I'm good. I can speak my truth authentically. Cause these are the, the this is the character that I am. This is how I operate in and, and that's what it is. So what are the steps that you can take to speak authentically? Um, success.com, there was this article that I really appreciated. And um, 10 Powerful Ways to Stand Up for Yourself in Any Situation by Deep Patel. And, you know, there's a couple of them that I had to kind of like, you know, paraphrase for myself because I don't necessarily... I don't necessarily agree with the same because of my own speaking, my own truth, some of the energy behind, behind it, but I'll highlight it. But, um, her top 10 was, um, one practice being transparent and authentic, which is very important. We spoke about integrity, right? Um, you don't have to hide behind half-hearted smiles and overly accommodate or get defensive when you're, you know, you're speaking up for yourself or any of that. Um, number two, take small but powerful steps. So this is not something that you're just going to jump into. When you've been practicing a certain habit for years, it's going to take some time to practice something new, but you can't give up on it because of those, I'll be real, those old ways or those old comforts that come up for you and really like get inside of your head, right? So you just take those small but powerful steps, even if it's starting. I love what she says. Just starting with, even if you're walking more confidently. Like I didn't even know sometimes walking, looking my head down and, you know, just even into a situation like, oh, damn, I already know what's going to happen. It's like, nah, I'm, I'm coming in with my character. I'm coming in speaking my truth and I'm doing so with respect and boom, I'm, I'm good. Three, when someone attacks, wait them out. You know, um, people will be people. They're going to be people and some personalities are set to attack bold, right? But it's important for you to remain calm and assertive. You can't allow yourself to be frazzled or react with low blows. You walk the high road, but you stand your ground, right? Um, 
Man, when I heard that last line, I think of Harriet Tubman. Walking the high road and standing your ground. You still, you have a vision. That's your truth. You won't do whatever it is. You ain't even putting your energy towards, you know, fighting others and doing whatever, whatever, whatever. You're putting your mind and your your focus on your strategy and keeping it going. So if your strategy is like, I got to speak my truth. I got to stand up for myself. This is what I believe in. You do that regardless uh, you don't have to meet somebody and match somebody with the energy that they're at, especially if it's negative. Four, figure out what's really bothering you. Um, this is this is real big. Um, in the, I have to read this quote specifically. Going with the flow, excuse me, going with the flow for the purposes of not making waves actually create more stress and anxiety for yourself. End quote. I was just like, Mm, snaps the poet in me was just all snaps all day um you know because that's really important important be to we i'm gonna just call it what it is we disrespect ourselves in order to respect others and i just don't understand <laughs> i don't get it like we can call it survival and cover it up whatever other labels we want but it's not survival when you are breaking down on the inside you are stressed out you have anxiety and i know this firsthand from a former place that i worked at with dealing with a super dealing with a supervisor who just communication wise it was a very trick like power dynamic all the time but the way that it was wasn't like so in your face it was like he like you do just speaking your truth and I'm speaking minds, but you're not listening. Okay. And so, you know, I ha you have to like really, really, really like I had to fight through that. And the more I was suppressing my, my truths and stuff, it was eating at me. I'm showing up shaking at work and that's not healthy. Like when you are on like putting yourself in a position to be unhealthy or an unhealthy habit or a path that you can go down or fall back upon if you overcame something, that's not good for you. So figure out what's really bothering you. I really, really love that one. Um, it does take courage to, to, you know, speak up does take a lot to muster up, muster it up, but it's more like, I know it felt more empowering facing that decision through all the anxiety, facing that situation through all of that anxiety and stress. And then coming out at the end, making a decision like, you know what, this workplace is not the place for me. And I'm resigning. That's my power. I claimed my power back. Like, I diminish all power to keep showing up every single day, stressing out. And yes, I had all those other worries that come in. How you going to pay your bill? Blah, 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 blah. But I couldn't even focus on getting the work done. So how can I not? I'm not going to be able to pay the bills because I ain't even getting the work done, right? <laughs> Five, clarify first without attacking. Um, we, you know, ain't got to be all just all ignorant. Like we don't have to respond ignorantly. You don't have to take a self-righteous approach and, you know, just be mindful of your, your emotional reactions to situations. You know, you can take a breath, step back, breathe, explain yourself what someone is coming off. You do not have to suck that energy in. You could be like, you know what? That's where they're coming from. That's where they're at. Here's a decision that I need to make. You know, it's going to be hard. I really care about this person or I really want to keep this job or, you know, I really want to do this production or I'm really passionate about this issue. But this is just not the space. This is not the group. This is not the energy that's going to that's going to work for, work with me because you can just and you can move on with with that. You don't have to join the attack. OK, I think that right there is really, really, you know, important. Just don't get competitive. Um, number six, 
The author writes, practice makes perfect, but I want to switch that. I believe practice makes progress. Someone had told me that. Oh my gosh, it's slipping my brain, but that stuck with me. That really, really stuck with me. That practice makes progress. Just begin to practice speaking up for yourself, right? It's not anything that, you know, you're going to master overnight. I know do, even doing this podcast, it's not overnight. It took some time. It took me getting over like, okay, I want to speak my truth authentically, but you know, oh, I'm this, I'm an educator and you know, somebody's going to say something to me about this. And if I work with students and their parents, like I got to let all that go. I got to let all that go. I know what I'm I'm speaking from. I know my character traits. I know what I'm coming from. I know I'm coming from love and compassion and I'm wanting true understanding and I'm willing to listen and I'm willing to work. I'm willing to come together. I'm willing to be like, let's have, just have, let's be civil on this matter. How can we reach a solution even though we do not agree? Like that's where I'm at. And I think practice makes progress and speaking your truth. When you just keep practicing at it, it's, it's going to get better. Seven, be deliberate, right? So being straightforward, just being as like that is as clear as possible. Um, simple example, when we share space with other people and, you know, you got somebody who's messy and it's just like, you, you are like, you know, you might be like the cleanest of clean. So their messiness is really just, ugh, like you're really being disgusting right now. So instead of just being like, you're mad, nasty, you're dirty, you're disgusting, clean up your shit. I'm tired of cleaning it <laughs> Oh, right. <laughs> Instead of coming off like that, which is not going to be the best way to resolve an issue. Right. And it's like, you know, how, how can we have a solution? Like, you know, we're having a conversation like look, I would really appreciate it if you can take a minute to tidy up your space at night. It would really be a big help. I, you know, I appreciate, you know, or I, you know, I do my best to make I do my best to clean up this side. I would really appreciate if, you know, you can meet me halfway and do that. So we're working together as a team. Boom. You're deliberate. You told them exactly what you want without all the other extra addedness. Eight, stand up for your time. You know, this is so big. Um, time is, is precious and I'm, and, I'm, and I'm learning. And one of my very dear sweetheart friends, just love them, um, Vanya, uh, yes, I'm calling you out, my love. I love you so much because it really, it really, this is a person who touched my life in many ways, which is small words, right? Speaking your truth. This is, and, and saying no, the power of saying no, um, to not let obligations dictate how you spend the hours of your day, like how people are going to respond, how people are, are going to, might judge you. Um, you, you know, I'm one, I really care about people. I give up my space all the time. Like my time, my time and my energy is the space that I give up all the time and practicing no and saying no and, and standing up for my time and just speaking my truth has been hard, hard, hard. Okay. Um, but with practice, it has gotten better. Um, am I saying that it has gotten a little easier for me because I'm practicing it? Maybe not easier for the person to hear, right? But that's not my responsibility, so I don't take that on. Um, just being in control of myself, right? And standing up and saying no and honoring it. That's that's been a really big thing for me um recently. And and I say recently because it's like the last couple of years I've been practicing that. I've been on tip tip tap dancing with that. And just sacrificing myself um, in ways that were unhealthy. 
And so that's really important to stand up for your time. Nine, recognize that no one can invalidate you. Uh, I think it's Eleanor Roosevelt, the quote, and I paraphrase, like, no one can make you feel inferior without your consent. So it's like, pfft. look, I have complete ownership of my feelings and my actions. All my beliefs, ideas, emotions, thoughts, they all belong to me. And no one could tell me how to feel or invalidate that. So once I give my power away, reminds me of the scene in The Matrix. You know, I want, I want my one phone call. I have rights to my phone call. And homeboy was like, well, you know, agents were like, well, how can you speak if you have no mouth? And it was just like, huh? He's like, as soon as Neil said, huh? <laughs> and his mouth like closed up. <laughs> like, I think about maybe not so figured, not so like, not just physically, not so literal, but figuratively and internally how that happens. Um, as soon as I validate your opinion, like, oh, you're stupid. I'm not stupid. Are you okay? Do you feel some type of way about yourself? Now, Granted, you know, sometimes, you know, your choice of words can cause an argument, whatever the case is, but I could, you know, even you saying that simply with respect, well, are you okay? I'm really concerned that, you know, you're feeling, you might be feeling dumb and you're projecting that. Like, I don't feel dumb. I actually asked the question and it's just, you know, you didn't agree with my question or you felt some type of way about my question, but I'm cool with the question that I asked. So what's up? Like, what's good? And you're good with that. Like, no one's invalidating you. You owning that. So just because somebody calls you something doesn't mean you have to answer to it. Right? And this is important, like, when, when we were speaking our truth, you know, you speak your truth and you honor that. And you know that as long as your character is in place, you good. Like, who, who's invalidating that? That's a question of their character. That's a question of their integrity. That's a question of their ethics. That ain't a question of yours. And you ain't got to take that on like it is. Number 10, she has fake it till you make it. And although I understand that, I I prefer to say faith it until you make it. And some folks might say blind faith. And you do, I don't, I'm not talking about blind faith. I'm talking about faith in action, right? So action, you take an action every time you showing up for yourself, speaking your truth every time. And you have faith like, yo, I'm doing this. This is what it real. And I'm going to make it like, I'm going to be good after this. I'm going to say this. I'm going to be good. Like no matter what comes at me, I'm all set. I don't have to internalize that. And this is real important because sometimes even something real detrimental, like, oh, somebody gonna come for your job and real system might come for your life. Like we got gr like Malcolm X, Martin Luther King Jr. We have, you know, and not, and that, and that was like death. And we have sister RG Lord, Asada, well, Asada, excuse me, Asada Shakur. And, you know, you, even RG coming, coming at her integrity, coming at her, her womanhood, coming at her gender. Like we have all of these different examples about how people have been attacked or how people have been, you know, challenged in a way. But that does not mean these folks stopped speaking the truth because the lies that were coming at them that was so convincing um, that they had to internalize it and then falsely put that out there as the truth. Nah, it is what it is. So I believe in faith it till you make it, right? Learning how to stand up for yourself is like riding a bike, right? Um, and you can't fake riding a bike. So I just want to say that the little bit of the contradiction for me with that is you can't fake riding the bike. Every time you get on the bike and your ass falls off, you fell off. Like you can't be like, no, I didn't fall. I was riding just fine. Right. Faith it till you make it. Every time I get on that bike, 
I know I'm going to learn a little more. I'm going to make it down. I'm going to make it this to the block. I'm going to make it to the end. I'm going to make it here. You got these little, these little goals, these stepping stones for you. And then when you finally pedaling and you moving and you got that balance, you're like, ah, ah, what's up? Boom. And you riding your bike, right? So faith it till you make it. So those top 10 from Deep Patel, um, the power, 10 powerful ways to stand up for yourself in any situation is really important. I do want to highlight, because this is very important for me to highlight. Um, this is implied, this can be implied. It is applied in different contexts and it's implied in different situations based on the context of it. And I say that because a parent child dynamic i can practice all those character traits and because of the power dynamic um the adult in the situation can overpower the young per the younger person right so or even looking at age and being mindful of that but in this parent child dynamic a teacher student dynamic um it's really mindful it's really important to be mindful that it's just, it's really different how you, you speak up for yourself and how that plays out, but you don't stop speaking your truth. If that, you, like that makes a whole bunch of sense to me. So, you know, I know I could get punished, like tell me the truth, tell me, and I'm telling you the truth, but you want to hear a lie. Well, you want to hear what's comfortable for you, or you want to hear what you want to hear because you believe in what you believe. And that's a lie for me. And I can't honor that. So no, I did not do it. And if that still gets me in trouble, then I guess either way, this is the unfortunate part about when we speak in our truth authentically and being real, like there's always somebody who going to disagree whether you're lying or telling the truth. Right. But if I'm telling the truth and you disagree and I know I'm telling the truth, like I can live on the inside with peace. Like externally might be going through some challenges, but internally, like I can lay my head down anywhere and go to sleep and rest and wake up and keep it pushing because I'm not laying down with the lie that is eating away at me every single day. And by the time you mask that, my whole concern is, this is, this is a whole nother level, it's just the physical check-in with your body and the dis-ease that comes about because it's showing up internally and showing out externally, right? So when you start feeling bad on the inside, had a cold, nobody sees you have a cold until you got like drippy nose and runny eyes and they're like, oh, it's your allergies, da 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 But before the ass whooping that goes on on the inside, the internal infection that is going on before it shows externally, that shit is real. So I like, that's really important. Like to just strengthen, you know, when we look in that context, it's important because that's a piece that has to, has to get strengthened. Um, and it shouldn't be based on those contexts or those situations. It should really be just tell the truth. And you know what, regardless, yes, there's consequences or whatever the case is, depending on the intention behind the movement, you know, like I could tell the truth. Yeah, I smack homegirl <laughs> or excuse me, I don't make it so dramatic, but like, yeah, I got into a fight and yep, I smacked, I pushed her and she fell over the table and hurt her elbow, you know? Now, granted, your intention may not have been to hurt the elbow, but the impact was what it was. And you know what? You were wrong. Boom. Don't lie. Nah, I didn't. Don't lie about it. And then at like, oh, that didn't happen, especially in this day and age with now give, you know, liars and lying. It's like you get called out on it and then you get caught and then there's proof and you're still lying. It's just like, what are we doing? Right. So like 
just be honest, be truthful from the beginning so that I believe that we don't have, and it's a process, right? How do we reclaim our voices? How do we, you know, how do we speak our truths authentically in a way that, you know, we just, it's not about, I need to be right all the time and avoid any type of consequence. It's like, I spoke the truth. This is what it is. And some people are going to have differing opinions and I'm still going to stand in my truth and be honest about you and your feelings and being real, like being genuine. Authenticity is about being genuine. So if something made you feel a certain way, it's being real about that. Not taking away from it and, you know, sugarcoating it because of whatever the circumstances is. So I believe those, like, man, those top 10 are, are deep, you know, character, your character traits are deep, you know, really, and it's, and it's just knowing it's hard working through the challenges of speaking authentically, speaking up for yourself, but those are, those, those are the challenges that needs to speak up because it's detrimental to our internal peace being existence, right? Um, and at the end of the day, you know, I'm starting to realize like the more me speaking the truth is like, this is going to sound like a weird analogy because you're crashing an airplane, you know, when a plane, if an airplane was crashing down and you know, you got to grab the air, things fall out, you know, you are so busy putting it on everybody else to make sure they're good that you ain't being real. Like I need some goddamn air. That's why they say, put the air on you first. You can't help nobody else out if you ain't got your mask on. Well, hence minus the lie mask, right? But if you ain't got your air on, you ain't breathing. You ain't being real with you. Like, okay, I got my air. I needed that. And you deny yourself your breath, you gonna die. So I'm like, what is dying internally if we ain't keeping it real? And on this wonderful, 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 wonderful end note, as we wrap up, I challenge you. I challenge you to develop your character checklist. What's important to you that you cannot fall from? And when you get into certain dynamics, certain situations around certain people, I challenge you to practice those. I challenge you to honor that. I, you know, I don't want you to sacrifice, and I'm gonna say it, I don't want you to sacrifice so much of, I don't want you to sacrifice your truth and your authenticity just to embrace someone else's lie so they get to be artificial in their falseness. I, I don't, it's not right. And I want you to be mindful of when you being artificial in falseness and not being authentic in your truth, because that is really important, right? So write your list out, you know, make that for yourself, practice it, honor it. On our, and as we wrap up, I just want to say loyalty is a very, very, very tricky thing when it comes to yourself and others and how others define how we have this larger definition of loyalty, how we internalize that definition of loyalty, and then how we get around others who have a definition of loyalty in which that kind of like interferes with, you know, hmm, interferes with our process of speaking our truth authentically. And with that, yo, you are the expert of your own experience. Um, and it's important to know, because I'm reminded of Audre Lorde, um, Litany for Survival, which she states, and when we speak, we are afraid our words will not be heard nor welcomed 
But when we are silent, we are still afraid. So it is better to speak, remembering we were never meant to survive. Thank you for the airplay you have given me today and tuning into navigating the hand-me-downs of reality. I am your host, Tiella Grimes, the inner uplifter, and I hope you are walking away with some tools to empower and uplift you as you navigate the hand-me-downs of your reality. Be sure to follow me on Facebook at Tiella Grimes 21 and also on Instagram at Tiella Grimes. Don't be afraid to drop a note with a thought or a question. So until our next journey together in light and love, peace.